Hello and welcome to My Favorite Husband from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Hello, everybody. Yes, it's the Gay Family series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Brought to you by the Jell-O family of desserts. J-E-L-L-O Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. That's Jell-O. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O tap. The Oka puddings. Yes, sirree. And now Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper. Two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Cooper household this morning, George Cooper is seated at the breakfast table. Katie, the maid, is in the kitchen, singing happily, and Liz has just tiptoed softly downstairs and into the kitchen. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I got a wonderful feeling. Oh, Mrs. Cooper, it's you. I was afraid my lungs had sprung a leak. (laughs) Not so loud, Katie. I don't want George to hear me. Uh Uh-oh. What did you go underground for this time? Oh, it's absolutely ridiculous. George is blaming me for something I didn't do. Well, that's not fair. What didn't you do? Save any money last year. <laughs> oh. It's the same thing every year. He starts figuring up accounts for the income tax people and tries to find out why all our money has drained away. What did he find out? Shake hands with the leak in the dike. <laughs> he expects to review all my 1949 accounts the first thing this morning. Well, maybe he's forgotten. Oh, not George. He has the memory of an elephant. Is that you? Uh, come on in the breakfast room. Yeah, there's Dumbo now. <laughs> morning, dear. Well, have fun. Good morning, George. Good morning, honey. Well, Liz, we just have time to go over your accounts before I go to the bank. George, let's let bygones be bygones. Start off with a clean slate, huh? Why cry over spilt money? <laughs> no, Liz. I'm going to show you the value of bookkeeping. Now, last January, I I gave you a little black budget book, and you promised you'd keep it religiously all year. And I did. So, now I can just simply look in the book and find out what you've been spending. Oh, you can, huh? (laughs) Well, certainly. Uh, Where is it? Uh, It's right here in the buffet drawer. Here. You see, now, now, I don't want to accuse you unjustly, so if this budget shows you've been... Liz, this book is blank. I thought you said you kept it. I did. I kept it right there in that drawer. Oh, Liz. I even kept it religiously. Every month I prayed you wouldn't ask to see it. Elizabeth, I'm ashamed of you. Not one single entry in this whole book. There is two. You're looking at the back of the book. Now look toward the front. Hmm. Well, let's see. Uh, December, November, October, September. Keep going. August. July, June. Keep going. May, April, March, February. Try January. Thanks. 
Do you mean to say that you only kept an account of your expenses for one month? No. Well, what then? One week. <laughs> oh, that's the last straw. Of all the dopey now, things that have... George, there's no need getting excited. All you need is that one week. What? If you want to find out how much I spent during the year, you just multiply the one week by 65. <laughs> 65? 56? 24? Uh, well, the number of weeks in a year. Never mind. Now, let's take a look at this fateful week in the little black book. Uh, expenses for week ending January 8, 1949. January 1st, newsboy, 50 cents. Cleaning, $1. Toothpaste, 39 cents. Miscellaneous, $180. <laughs> what in the world is miscellaneous? Miscellaneous, you know, rent, food, telephone, gas, electric, that stuff. Oh, that stuff. Yeah. Uh. Well, that's enough from the book, George. You'll be late for the bank. Now, wait a minute. What's this item here? GTL, $10. What, what is GTL? Oh, that. Well, that's a little joke of mine. I, it's a code for my visits to the beauty parlor. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what does the GTL stand for? Uh, gilding the lily. <laughs> well, I told you it was a joke. <laughs> I guess it's not very funny, huh? Mm. I'll say it isn't. If you spend $10 a week, that's $520 a year in the beauty parlor. Oh, now, George, you're not going to ask me to give that up. I certainly am. And we've got to cut down somewhere, Liz. But why there? Can't we start somewhere else? Sure, we can cut out some miscellaneous, like rent and groceries. Okay. <laughs> Liz? But, George, women need to go to the beauty parlor. Yeah, maybe other women, but it's just a waste of money for you to go. What? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you're so pretty, it's a waste of money. Uh, you know, gilding the lily, like you said. Uh, you certainly got out of that one. <laughs> Liz, when, when we first got married, you, you did your own nails and you washed your own hair. Well, you could still do it. I can't think of one good reason for you to go to a beauty parlor at all. You can't? No. Well, George, I've never told you this before, and I hope you won't be disillusioned, but my hair isn't naturally red. <laughs> no! No. And if I don't have it fixed every week, some strange things are liable to happen on top of my noggin. You don't say. Yes. This glorious sunset will fade and night will fall on my scalp. Well, I've got news for you. Let it go back to its natural color. I liked it that way. You did? Yes. It was a very pretty shade of... Well, sort of a... Hey, what color was it? See, you can't even remember. Well, for your information, George Cooper, the girl you married had hair that was... It was sort of, um... Gee, I can't remember myself. Well, this is a good time to find out. Let it grow in. Oh, George, you're not serious. Well, I certainly am. This year, we're going to save that $10 a week. But I've got an appointment at Sally's this morning. Can't the old Lily have one last gilding? <laughs> no, Liz. We've got to cut down, and we've got to start right now. Well, how come we're cutting down with my hair? 
Oh, don't worry, Liz. I'm not asking you to do anything that, that I'm not doing. George, you're not going to stop dyeing your hair, too. <laughs> no, Smarty. I canceled my membership in the athletic club. Oh. <laughs> and it's all settled. You stay out of the beauty parlor, and I'll stay out of the athletic club. And this time next year, we'll have plenty of money. What good will it do? I'll never see it. Why not? You'll be too flabby to carry it in the house, and I'll be too ugly to go outside and look at it. (laughs) Mrs. Cooper, why have you been sitting there staring into the mirror all morning? I'm just trying to imagine what I'll look like in six months. (laughs) What's the matter? I just remembered what color my hair really is. Light brown muckledy dun. <laughs> muckledy what? Muckledy dun. That's what my grandmother used to call any tan color that didn't have the guts to be brown. <laughs> oh, Katie, I can't face it. I've got to keep that appointment with Sally. If I leave now, I can just make it. But you promised, Mr. Cooper. I can't help it. No woman in her right mind could keep that promise. I'll save the money by giving up something that's not as important, like eating. Well, what if it catches you? I'll plead temporary insanity. Sally's Beauty Salon, Sally speaking. Yes, ma'am, I can take you this afternoon, shampoo and set. Do you want our weekly special, a beer rinse? That's right, beer Our slogan this week is Have a beer rinse and put a head on your hair (laughs) Hello? Hello? (laughs) She hung up No sense of humor Uh, Pardon me, you're Sally, aren't you? Yeah, you're Mr. Cooper (laughs) That's right Uh, I wonder if you'd do me a favor Sure, Mr. Cooper. I'll squeeze you in. What do you want, a touch-up? No. Uh, look, uh, Mrs. Cooper has an appointment this morning, hasn't she? Yeah, she ought to be here any minute. Well, well, I want to surprise her. Oh, isn't that cute? You two are still in love, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Uh, which booth will she be in? Well, that one behind you. Yeah, well, well, don't tell her I'm here. I'll just hide behind the curtain. Okay. Oh, when she sees you, she'll die. <laughs> you can say that again. <laughs> Sally! I'm back here, dearie. Uh, now, remember, not a word. Okay. Am I late, Sally? No. Go on in the booth. Sally, come here a minute. Sally, as far as you're concerned, I'm not here, see? What do you mean? Well, I promised my husband this morning that I wouldn't be coming here anymore. Oh, uh, Mrs. Cooper... In the Ooth Bay. What? In the Ooth Bay. What are you trying to say? In the Ooth Bay. Oh, George! <laughs> oh, gee. I, I, I tried to tell you, Mrs. Cooper. Well, um, I, I got a mud pack in Booth, too. I'll go chip it off. <laughs> oh, Liz. I was hoping I wouldn't find you here. Well, you certainly came to the wrong place. You didn't want to find me. Why did you come sneaking around where I said I wouldn't be? Sit down, Liz. I want to talk to you. This morning at breakfast, you said you wouldn't come down here. You lied to me. I did not. 
How do you figure that? My bacon was crossed. That doesn't matter. Well, if you're going to make your own rules. Liz, if you're going to act like a child, I'll, I'll treat you like one. Now, from now on, I'm handling all the finances in this family. I'll pay all the bills and handle all the cash. But, George... If you want to be a baby, you can be one. Now, now give me your checkbook. Oh, George. All right. Now, your change. Come on, give. And I'll just take this along. Oh, no, not that, George. Hand it over. But it's an heirloom. My grandmother gave me that charger plate. (laughs) Hand it over. Now, have I forgotten anything? Yes, you forgot to hold me up by my heels and shake me. Well, Liz may not have a budget that stretches to the beauty parlor, but any budget gets a break when there's jello on the pantry shelf. And gay, shimmering jello doesn't need any expensive treatment to make it look grand and glorious. It's the easiest thing in the world to fix. And with a twist of the wrist, you can dress it up fancy. For instance, mold the jello in a shallow pan, and when firm, cut it into sparkling little cubes. Or flake it up by putting it through a ricer. Then serve in individual sherbet glasses topped with sliced bananas and whipped cream. All six delicious Jell-O flavors are rich with locked-in goodness. Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. And all six lovely Jell-O colors are bright and gay as a rainbow. So look for those big red letters on the box. They spell Jell-O, and Jell-O spells a treat. That name is a registered trademark of General Foods. J-E-L-L-O And now back to Lucille Ball and My Favorite Husband. Well, three days have elapsed since George Cooper stamped Liz no funds. And now we find Liz desperately trying to figure out where she can find some money. Mrs. Cooper, what on earth are you doing to that couch? I'm looking for money under the cushions. (laughs) You know, after George takes a nap here, it's like panning for gold. Any luck? Oh, I got a big haul. Three bobby pins, a nail file, a thimble, and half a sandwich. (laughs) My goodness, what kind of a sandwich? Peanut butter and lint. <laughs> you might as well relax, Mrs. Cooper. After all, you can get money for anything you really need. Yeah, except the beauty parlor. You know what I'm going to do, Katie? I'm going to get a green wig and tell him I dyed my own hair and it came out that color. Oh, no, that's pretty drastic, Mrs. Cooper. Um, just wait. Um, maybe he'll get tired of having you run to him every time you want money. Yeah. Maybe I can help him get tired. (laughs) Help him? Yes, I'm going down to the bank, Katie. George will be sorry he ever started this. Did you want to see me, Mr. Atterbury? Yes, yes, George boy. Add this column of figures for me, will you? I'm not a well man. I've got a headache and my eyes are jumpy. Oh. Is there anything I can do? No, no, there's nothing anyone can do. I've got a television hangover. <laughs> oh, uh, what was on? Nothing. <laughs> Wasn't a thing on that I'd spend two minutes looking at. Well, how long did you watch it? Six hours. <laughs> I hated myself the whole time. Well, why didn't you turn it off? You can't help yourself, boy. It hypnotizes you. 
You sit down to watch Ed win, and six hours later, you find yourself sending in for a Hopalong Cassidy hat. <laughs> yeah, I guess television really gets you. Well, I'll uh, add those figures for you. Uh, no, no, let's add them together. That way we're bound to be right. Yeah, all right. Uh, five and four are nine, and eight is 17, and four is 21. Hi, fellas. Liz, what, what are you doing here? Pardon me, George, but I have to see you a minute. Uh, this is Miss Finley. Miss Finley, this is my husband. How do you do, Mr. Cooper? And this is my husband's boss, Mr. Atterbury. How do you do, Mr. Atterbury? How do you do? Well, he's a grumpy old codger. <laughs> oh, no wonder. He's got liver spots. Your liver out of whack, mister? <laughs> Liz, what do you want? Well, George, since you're paying all the bills, I don't have any money, and I just took a book back to Miss Finley's lending library, and I owe her for it. So all I... right, all right. I'll give her a check. How much is it, Miss Finley? Fourteen cents. <laughs> She took it out a week ago at three o'clock, and it's one minute to three now. I believe you. Here's your... Uh, Mr. Atterbury, have you got two pennies? George, I'm not well. <laughs> My nerves. But, but I, I've got to give her 14 cents. It's 16 cents now. <laughs> Past three o'clock. New day, you know. Well, here's 20 cents. Now, get out of here. Well, my goodness, we're going. Yes, goodbye, George. We'll get changed for that dime, Miss Finley. You can give me the four cents he overpaid you. <laughs> Look, Mr. Atterbury, I, I can explain. Uh, never mind. You see, never, never, mi never mind, George. Let's just get these figures added. Uh, yes, sir. Where were we? At the beginning. Mm. Five and four and nine. And eight makes seventeen. Plus fourteen hundred and sixty-seven plus four is fourteen hundred and seventy-one plus. Hi, fellas. Oh no! Come on in, Lefty. Okay, little lady. Well, there's Kukla and Fran. <laughs> Where's Ollie? Liz, what's the matter with you? I'm sorry, George, but I owe Mr. Lefty some money. This is my husband, Mr. Cooper. Hello, Cupy. Cupy. <laughs> I'm losing my grip on reality. Oh, uh, well, don't mind Lefty. He likes to give people nicknames. Uh, this is Mr. Atterbury, my husband's boss. I'd love to know you, Atterbaby. <laughs> Liz, will you get out of here? Not until we pay Mr. Lefty. How much? Same thing the Tribune's always been. Three cents. Here. Thanks. You want a paper, Cupid? No. Well, how about you, Mr. Rutabaker? <laughs> My name is Atta Baby. Rutabaker. Baby. Slabbersnacky. Like a fuck. Get out of here. Say, 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 you don't have to get so huffy puffy. What kind of a bank is this? I'm ashamed to sh share the same color with you, please. Paper, Tribune, paper, Tribune. Come here, Liz. Put down that paperweight. Give it to me, George. I'm a better shot. 
<laughs> Mr. Atterbury, I'm terribly sorry about these interruptions, but George insists there's nothing I can do. Liz, there's something you can do if you know what's good for you. Now get out of here and don't come back with any more silly bills. Then give me some money. No. All right, George, you ask for it. I'm going to go home and dye my own hair. I don't care if you shave your head. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's how everybody looks on television. <laughs> well, just don't be surprised when you see me again. Goodbye, Cupie. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. Uh, I dare you. <laughs> Rudaberry. Alabaggy! Get out of here! Well, that's the last time, sir. Now, now let's get back to these figures. Well, wait till the column comes round again. Uh, now, do you, do you remember where we were? Yes. Uh, Fourteen hundred and... Uh, Fourteen hundred and... Five and four are nine, nine and eight are seventeen and four. Good afternoon. May I help you? Yes. Uh, I'd like to buy a wig. Well, that's what we sell. Now, what did you have in mind? Blonde, brunette, or redhead? Green. <laughs> yes, madam, I'll... I, I beg your pardon. Did you say Green. Yes, I'd like a green wig. Do you have one? Yes, I... I think we have one. Do you mind if it has a false nose attached to it? <laughs> well, I guess it is a rather unusual request. You see, I want to surprise my husband. It'll be a shock, but it'll do him good. Drinker, eh? <laughs> no. Uh, may I please see a green wig... Something about the color of this dress I have on. All right. What size wig? I don't know. Well, just slip off that one you have on and we'll look inside. <laughs> this is my own hair. Come on, lady. You don't have to be embarrassed in front of me. Take it off. Listen, if I take my hair off, my head comes with it. This belongs to me. Give me two pulls. <laughs> that wig or not. Okay, okay. Wait a minute. Here, try this one. There's a mirror right behind you there. All right. Oh, look. With this green dress and the green hair, I look like I'm peeking out of a pickle. <laughs> and eight makes $753,259.34. We're finished. <laughs> My nerves were about to snap. Yeah, it was quite a strain, wasn't it? Well, write it down, boy. Write it down. We don't want to lose that number after all this. Hi, fellas. Oh, no. Liz. But you... Your... Your hair. I knew it. I knew it. It finally got me. It looks like Liz has green hair. <laughs> oh, Liz, what sort of joke is this? It's no joke, George. My hair is really this color. Oh, no! And it's all your fault. I tried to dye my hair at home and something went wrong. Oh, but, but, but how, how did it get green? Well, I didn't have any henna, so I used Easter egg dye. 
Uh, the doctor said, Atterbury, if you don't slow down, you're going to crack up. That's what he said. <laughs> oh, Liz, you, you look awful. You think I look awful now? You should have seen me before I washed the chickies and the bunnies off my forehead. Uh, I'll just go away for a few weeks. I my goodness, Mr. Atterbury, your face matches my wig. <laughs> I've been sick. Oh, now, take that thing off, Liz. Uh, Mr. Atterbury, I know this looks, looks ridiculous, but, but I, I can explain. Never mind you? the explanations, George. Not now. I'm going home and lie down. At least we got those figures straightened out. You did write that number down, didn't you? Number? The number, the number. that You wrote it down. You wrote it down, didn't you? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. no. Oh, I can't put up with this. You see, George, this all happened because you wouldn't let me go to the beauty parlor. Now can I go? No, you can't. Pardon me, sir. What? Would you take me to Hopalong Cassidy, please? <laughs> he needs me. Needs you? Yes. I'm his horse. <laughs> oh, now you've done it, Liz. He snapped his twig. <laughs> oh, come on, Mr. Atterbury. I'll take you home. I'll help. You will not. You're not leaving here till you get the right answer to that column of figures. Me? Figures? Start adding. Now, oh, come on, Mr. Atterbury. Oh, five and four are seven. <laughs> and eight is thirteen. And six is twenty-two. Lucille, where away tonight? Tonight, Robert, you are an archaeologist who has just discovered some ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics. A little Egyptian music, Wilbur, something like my mummy done told me. Oh, if I only knew what these hieroglyphics say, but no one has ever been able to read them. Pardon me, my friend, but I can help you, I think. <laughs> who are you? I am the ghost of an ancient Egyptian. My grandfather was King Tut, and my father was King Tut Tut. <laughs> and I am Princess Ah. Hey, wait a minute. You sound Mexican. I know I do. Well, how come? Who knows what an Egyptian sounds like? <laughs> well, this is a great moment for science. <laughs> I said, this is a great moment for science. See. Si. What do you know about those hieroglyphics on the wall? I wrote them. Can you read them? No, I never learned how to read. Well, look, will you try? Yes, yeah, see. Si. First, there's a little box with big red letters on it. See. Si. Does that stand for jello? It better. Well, what's next? The uh, six delicious flavors? Oh, see, si. strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, and lemon. <laughs> And, uh, I can't read the next word. Is it obliterated? No, I think it's lime. <laughs> that's amazing. What you say? I said that's amazing. No, I think it's lime. <laughs> no, look, I mean the message. It must go on to say that 
Jell-O makes you think of the real ripe fruit itself. Oh. And the flavor is locked in by a special process so it can't get out till your first delectable spoonful. That is right. Two thousand years ago, we liked those six delicious flavors. <laughs> Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and amazing. <laughs> no. Obliterated? <laughs> no. I'm only kidding. I knew it all the time. Good night. <laughs> Be sure to listen to Lucille Ball and My Favorite Husband again next week, presented by... J-E-L-L Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. That's Jell-O. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O tap. The Oka pudding just so real.